right, guys, we're back. Topic Ocalypse. January third, second, third, second, 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 two thousand seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, 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 twenty. Whenever you're listening to it, it's the Rock is president. You know, I'll take it. We did it all for the nookie. You can take that cookie and stick it up your yeah. Did anyone ever figure out what that means? What is a yeah? Yeah. Hoo-ha. It's such a classic song. I know what from the, the I 90s, know what the nookie is, but and the cookie. He and says, the cookie. We'll I know what those are. Yeah, I mean a yak. Can, I think it's the. I think it's a euphemism. That was the radio your, edit. Oh, okay. It's like the chocolate. Oh, it's oh, chocolate okay. starfish. Yes. Hot dog, and the hot dog water. water. Yeah, such what? a suggestive West title. Okay, keep rolling, baby. Um, yeah. Um, all right. So we have a Daniel. You have a topic you want to talk about last week, but we didn't. You, you we didn't. It wasn't good up. enough for my, last week. No, my yeah. daughter was sick, so I had to sit this one out. So. Daughter was sick, um, so he had to sit it out. Um, I, was, I was too drunk to drive. <laughs> yeah, too no, drunk I to wish. drive. Uh, no, so it's actually been something that's been bothering me since the event happened. So, um, so basically, like as normal people, when we feel down or depressed, we usually will turn to music, whether it's slow melodic or it's hardcore screamo music or rap. <laughs> So what was that again? Yeah, was that again? What was that? Disturbed? Go for <laughs> it. I want, I want that yeah, drop. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Give me your best disturbed right now. <laughs> Back oh, in black. Man. But but so my no, mommy. <laughs> so my my thing is like what happens when one of the artists that we turn to is down and depressed mm. and anxious and have anxiety. Um, you mean our idols are human? It, yeah, that's the worst part. Mm. And then what if they're like what if they're actually putting their heart on their sleeve or on the album like if you listen to their music are you listening to the music to hear the actual words or are you doing it just to make yourself feel better um and what if one of those artists turns to another artist when they're down and depressed to find clarity or to be uplifted and that one commits suicide so obviously i'm talking about chester from lincoln fart um it's well known that he had demons from when he was younger but most of us didn't know it, especially if you're listening to the songs. And all of a sudden, when you hear his, you know, when you hear what he went through when he was younger, and you start listening to the lyrics and looking at just everything, it's just you can see how dark his mind was, like how bad it affected him. Like he went through all the um, therapy sessions and all this stuff, and it still obviously didn't help because in the end, he really did take. You know, he took his life. His wife posted a video of him the night before smiling, having a great day, and then the next day he hangs himself. Granted, it was on the birthday of Chris Cornell, who was his friend who committed suicide two months before, whatever the case may be. Um, so it was a bad you know, series of events that led to, unfortunately, Chester being the face of what hidden depression and anxiety is. It's like you don't know what it could be. You, you know, There's people out there that are fighting a struggle every day, and they just go out there and put on a happy face for their loved ones. Um, and so, if him taking his own life, people open their eyes to the possibility that not everyone is okay all the time, even if they say they are. So, like, the thing that brought this up for me, besides the fact that it affected me a lot when you know he commits suicide, it's like you can't believe it. You still don't want to believe it. You know, you hear his music and you just you hear passion. You don't hear well. You hear darkness. suffering too in his lyrics. Once well, once you hear, once you know what happened, like most people, are like oh, lyrics are just lyrics. Like you listen to certain artists and like you like you, you don't live that life. You know, you're faking it. But for him, it was a legit struggle and fight for him to get past what he just what he had to go through. So, like on Facebook now, it's like because I've looked into the articles and the videos of Chester and everything like that, I'm getting all these suggested 
um, articles or things you might like. And it's like all these different 24 signs of someone with depression. Like what do they do? Or how people deal with anxiety. And from all this, I looked up, you know, artists' renderings of what people with, you know, depression and anxiety and um, suicidal thoughts, how they draw it out. And there are some crazy ways that people think and can translate and will translate it to paper. Like there's ones with people just stuck in their own head in a cage, which is obviously anxiety. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just so weird to me that all this stuff's been there. Everyone's fighting any kind of battle, but then it takes someone of a higher stature or a higher pedestal, whatever you want to call it, doing what he did after his friend did the exact same thing. And he even wrote a letter to Chris Cornell after he committed suicide, basically saying that he wishes it didn't happen. Like he couldn't see, you know, hoping that he could have gotten through it. But now, two months later, he takes his own life the same way. It's sad, really. You never know what's going on in somebody's head. You don't know what kind of fight they're going through. <clears throat> Sorry, that's the thing, too. Like, you know, as like now we're, we're reaching a point where we're, we're finally acknowledging like our feelings and emotions in yeah. a public forum. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, before, like you were you're put to shame for like feeling depression, anxiety, suicidal feelings. And now like we're finally getting to the point where we're talking about it. We're having, you know, somewhat destructive uh, ways of, uh, you know, raising awareness, like 13 reasons why. But yeah, like you never know what somebody is feeling. Like you can't, you can't just chalk it up to a, a bad day, a bad day or an emo. like, Oh, you're being too emotional or you're being, uh, you know, you're being irrational. Like you don't know, like this, this mental illness, it's a real thing. Like it's a, it's a very real thing. And you have even like Ned Vizzini who, who made, it's kind of a funny story and he wrote those books. He had several charities that w- were trying to help people uh, understand suicidal feelings. And he has this quote that I always like to tell people about. It says, it's so hard to talk when you want to kill yourself. That's above and beyond everything else. And it's not a mental complaint. It's a physical thing. Like, it's physically hard to open your mouth and make the words come out. They don't come out smooth and in conjunction with your brain the way normal people's words do. They come out in chunks as if it's from a a crushed ice dispenser. You stumble on them as they gather behind your lower lip, so you just keep quiet. Um, You know, and he had all these charities. He wrote these books to help people cope with this kind of thing. And then he still ended up killing himself. He jumped off a building and he left his wife and kid behind. So, like, even with, like, Chester Bennington, like, we... You know, he, he, yeah, he's he's an idol for all of us, but like he doesn't. Um, you know, we we don't know what he was feeling. He the, the the songs obviously come from somewhere. The the signs were there, but you know, all the people who are saying like he took the coward's way out are, you know, I think they're full of shit. Like it's yeah, because it's, it's like and so like on that topic, it's like okay, I watched a vi- I watched a video of people reacting to Robin Williams, you know, movies and stuff like that, scenes or whatever, and they're like, oh, he was so great, and then it's like okay, you can just like. Oh, he was so tortured. It was so sad. You know, all this stuff. Like, he had so many demons. Yet, the second that people find out Chester took his own life, it was, what an asshole. How can he be so selfish? How could he leave his family? Robin Williams had a family, too. Is it because someone gave oh, him he laughs? Was it, was, it was the yeah. same thing with Chris Cornell. Exactly. Chris Cornell. It's like, it's, yeah, his, his ex-wife got on there and said, don't you dare praise him for doing this, or, you know, how dare he do this to his family? Yeah, and so stuff. it's like, it's like you take that, you, it's, it's hard because it's like, I know people that have taken their own lives. I know people that are struggling so hard that they want to, but they're like, I don't want to pass that, that pain on. It's just like, but how can you take one person and another person and compare their suicides 
And Hugh, oh, you're such an asshole. Oh, he was so dark and he was so demented. You put on a brave face. How I, 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 it floors me that the outcry of support and sadness for Robin Williams and then he, the anger and angst against Chester for basically doing the same thing. Yeah, you never want to assume what anybody's going through. Even when we go back to the, our previous episode about gender and sexuality, like I don't ever assume to know what those what they're thinking about. Like it's just one of those things, like depression, suicide, like all these like mental issues are the same thing. But even the bullying with these you know twelve and thirteen year old kids like, taking their own life because they're getting bullied. If you are a, a parent, okay, if you're a parent and you see your kid struggling, you're gonna want to know why. If you're a principal and you see this kid acting differently, and you even if you're not in a small school. You have there's teachers that see this kid every single day. If they've told you something and they don't do it and you don't do anything about it, you're an asshole. Like if you don't believe that kid, if there's like if they go, if they come in at the beginning of the year, happy go lucky kid, let's learn, let's do this, and then all of a sudden midway through they 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 change. You might want to get to the reason why. The signs are there. The signs are apparent. Yeah, but, but again, but if it's your own kid, I think you don't want to think that your kid is to that point. But you also. I think as parents, it's like some parents will take it as that they failed. And they don't want to be a failure in their friend's eyes and it's, stuff like it's that. It's that leave it, leave it to beaver syndrome. They want the illusion of the perfect family. But yeah. JB, as somebody who preaches, you know, and you're around various church settings, what is what is your view on this? Like, how, how do you feel about it? I think I think the world, I think we've been very ignorant to it. And I was actually just thinking about how right now we're in we're in an interesting time in the industry where um and it's funny that you brought this up as you were kind of talking um and you brought up the fact that music like you were talking about music and how that helps people and I actually earlier um this month I was thinking to myself like I think music's one of the biggest things that has impacted my life and just like how there are artists who they'll they'll write a lyric and they'll they'll put a song together and you're like I have been thinking that but you have you've had the talent to put that down on paper Mm -hmm. and you've made that work and made that happen and you've done it so beautifully and melodically and there's chords that have come together and there's harmonies and all these things that come together and make it so beautiful and it strikes a nerve. And I was just thinking about how there's all of these songs and actually it's funny that this whole thing is coming up because I was actually, I, um, I write for a blog every once in a while and I wanted to do one, um, about music and about songs that kind of, go with um, kind of like building building people up because I think this world is so intrigued and entangled in tearing each other down. I mean, you look at Donald Trump and how people are constantly tearing down our government and doing that today. And it's funny because I, I've been watching The Crown on Netflix and um, the episode that I watched today, um, someone had written something about the queen in a negative way and the country was just in an outrage about it and just thinking about how they came alongside her and they were like, no, you don't talk about her like that. And just, I know that's crazy to think like she's royal, she's her, whatever, she's a queen or whatever. But just thinking about how we as a society, we stand around and we let these types of things happen where people are being bullied and things are happening. And right now, um, the movie Wonder just came out. And so if you haven't had a chance to see that, I mean, that movie set a standard and it involved children and it took it into the real lives of bullying and what it's like to be bullied at school. And um, I'll never forget one of the lines in that movie was one of the kids said to another kid, if I ever looked like him, I would kill myself. And the character in that movie heard him say that. Oh, wow. And I was just like, if my kid 
heard that and they, I mean, I would think I would break down because that's just, that's words and things that are happening in this day and age. And I don't know like what, you know, what made Robin Williams commit suicide or what made, um, you know, what makes anyone commit suicide. I mean, I, I think there's, there's a whole bunch of things, but I'm just thinking about all of, all of the, all of the ignorance that we have in this world and, and how we focus so much on the negative and, um, you know, whether you're spiritual or not, or whatever religion you have, I think we all know that there's a difference between wrong and right. And there's things that, there's things that you can talk about and you can't talk about. And, um, I just recently watched, um, the greatest showman and just looking at that and, um, just the morals of the story of how these people who are different are being made fun of and are being, they're being tormented because they're different from what other people are. And depending on whatever you think, and even when it comes to racism, I just watched, um, hidden figures and I am, they, I mean, just so much racism in that movie and just how they speak to people and how they degraded people and, and just looking back on that and thinking that's what we're a part of. We're a part of a nation that has literally just lived on tearing down other people so that we can build ourselves up and we ignore things because we don't know how to handle them. There's things that we don't want to handle. And so we overlook them and we just pass by them or, um, we, we give them medicine because we say, oh no, 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 that's, you just need a little bit of dose of this and that'll take care of that. Or no, you're not actually really feeling that that's something else. This is what's happening. And so I think it's a lot of, there's not enough responsibility being taken. Yeah. I don't think that we have, I think it's a lack of empathy and a lack of sympathy. I think we have, as a society, we've tried to forget certain things. I mean, even like how you guys talked about um, on Topic Apocalypse um, a while ago about taking down those monuments in the South. We're trying to erase things and we're trying to like take take things out. We're trying to take the negative out of things when really we need to look at the negative and learn from it and say, okay, what did we do wrong? Why did Robin Williams commit suicide? Someone who was in every single American's home for years on ends making us laugh. And I mean, I can remember listening and watching him and Mrs. Doubtfire. And that's like, that's my childhood and how Good my family, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And just the laughter. And you would think how could he, someone who made so many people laugh and feel so much and just all these musicians who they, they strike a chord with us and they're speaking things and they're saying things and we're missing it. We are missing something. And it's like, so social club misfits, they're a rap group that are Christian. I don't want to label them as Christian rappers cause that's just a bad connotation. <laughs> They have a song called Misfit Generation, and in it, it's basically saying if you, you know, you can't jump to conclusions. Like, and one of the, one of their lines is, if you haven't felt like suicide is the only way to go, then I didn't think so. Like, you don't act like it. Don't act like you know where someone's at because if you haven't been in that person's shoes, you haven't been in that person's headspace, you don't know. You can't really judge and jump to a conclusion on that. You can't speak to it. That's where I think people who are stand-up comedians, people who are musicians you have to have a certain level of life experience to do that and do that well, especially stand-up comedy where you're drawing from so many dark life experiences, but you have a talent to turn it funny. Mm-hmm. But they're sort of having this therapy session every time they go up on stage. And with musicians, I imagine it's the same exact thing mm-hmm. where you are drawing from a real-life, real-core emotional thing and you're letting the world see it and you get all this praise. But I think... I don't want to say that every single musician, every single stand-up comedian is broken and we need to be like, hey, is everything okay after every show? Do you need to go get help or anything like that? But I think it's one of those things where 
anyone in your immediate vicinity. It is your responsibility as their friend, as their family member, as their colleague, as whatever it is, to pay attention a little bit more than the two-inch bubble around where you exist. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, it's like, it's like Josh was saying, you know, be aware. Like, if you see a change in someone's attitude or someone's acting, you know, the way they're acting, or if they're happy, quote-unquote happy-go-lucky for, you know, the better part of the time you know them and all of a sudden something changes... That should raise a red flag. Don't just sit back and go, oh, they're just having a bad day. Well, yeah. a bad day is not two weeks or a month long. There's something seriously that's changed, and be aware. Be someone for them. Like, and Not then, even like religiously speaking, just yeah. as a friend. Be a good friend. Like, hey, dude, I noticed you, there's a change. Are you good? Do you want to go grab a drink? Do you want to go hang out? Do you want to go play putt-putt? Whatever. Just right. to take their mind off of whatever they're at so they can come to a better headspace. And two, like, let's not, there's also a negative side to that, though. Let's not, when, if someone, you have someone who wants to, who's, who says, hey, man, are you okay? What's going on? And then they, they want to do it to create this uh, moral superiority over you sometimes, too. So you have yeah. people who want to, uh, you know, they don't even attempt to understand. They want to ask because they feel that's their duty and it makes them feel better. But then, yeah, if you're you know, going to be you, that person, come into it with the headspace of, I'm, I want to help you not make myself seem better and higher than you right right and you guys like i you know you guys probably know this like i've spent a lot of time suffering from depression and like i've had people tell me things like as far-fetched as like oh you know what this is it's just an absence of god in your life you need to go to church more and like that's you know you have people like that is is what causes those situations to escalate far worse than they start out being so it's It's you know like jb said we need to have empathy and sympathy and that's something that you know, we, it, it's hard to come by these days, even with 13 reasons why people are like, oh yeah, I know empathize with people. You don't though. Like the moment the credits start rolling on like full on the show and you go back to watching something else, you kind of forget about what you house. watched. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, all these, there's posts and stuff on Facebook. Like, again, I have a bunch of friends that have anxiety and depression and one of, a bunch of them have reposted one saying that when people are like, oh, just stop being anxious. That'll fix it. Oh shit. Thanks. Oh, I could have. <laughs> That makes my life so much easier. Why didn't I think of that first? It doesn't work that way. You can't just stop being depressed. You can't just stop being anxious. You can't, as bad as it's going to sound, you can't stop being suicidal unless something comes to that point where you know someone's there. There's a way to let it out without going that far. It's even like postpartum depression. I watched a video where a lady was dealing with postpartum depression. Seven year, you know, Her daughter's seven years old now. The only way she could get over that was by getting tattooed. And so she was getting sleeved up, and it was like it was relieving. <laughs> it was it was re- you know it was relieving and relaxing to her. And the last you know one of the one of the tattoos she got, her daughter drew for her. Yep. And then the tattoo artist let the daughter hold the tattoo gun while she was doing it and filling it in. She mm-hmm. asked the mom permission first, but it was like that experience for her and her daughter. The thing that she was depressed about, the thing that she felt like she quote unquote lost, was now giving her something extra that's lifelong now. Right. So it's like, I, I mean, there's people that get slaved up. They get you know people that go out and buy car parts. There's people that go out and trend, you know transfer all these different stuff, but it makes them feel good because it takes them away from what's hurting them. And whether it's a good thing, bad thing, whatever you think it is, if it's something that helps you get through it, that's all that matters. How do you guys feel medication fits into this? It all depends on who, on how it, and how. Yeah, it's a rough subject. It's how it's used, I think. Like, if you're using it to, 
if if you're not simultaneously trying to tackle the issues at hand yeah. and you're just using it to uh, make yourself feel better and granted i know that we all you want to feel comfortable we now. all seek yeah we all seek escape in various forms but you know if you're not yes t- take the medication if it helps but also you need to be you know getting to the bottom of actively the, talking to somebody yeah, trying to or, figure it out yeah. i think people going through suicide depression anxiety they have to be proactive and active when they decide that, okay, I'm going to take the medicine route because medication, if you're not doing anything to help push it along and you're just, I'm expecting to take this and it's going to help. I I know plenty of people who they go to their doctor and they make up symptoms to get the medication because it, it, as they say, takes the edge off. Yeah. And so they're going to keep doing it because eventually, you know, they keep going and that's what leads to an OD. Yep. And then they change. Accidental overdose. Right. So, if you're going to take medication, the most ideal thing you can do is take medication, but also go seek behavioral therapy, some kind of therapy that's going to give you these tools to help you combat whatever it is you're going through. And they give you these kind of lessons and these, you know, outlets, kind of outlets. Exactly. That's not harmful. They, so something that, that stuck out with me, I took a music appreciation class in college uh, is uh, history of rock. And they had uh, Peter Pete Townsend from mm. The Who yep. was talking about the death of their lead singer. Um, what's his, his name is uh, I can't remember what his name Mr. is. Mr. Who. Mr. Yeah. But uh, he was saying, don't assume to know anything about this guy's life. You know, you guys are all making assumptions. He was a great dude. And you, to you guys, like, he was, he was your idol, but he was my best friend. And he, like, started breaking down and crying on tape. So it was... Uh, you know, that's, that's always stuck out to me. And it's the same thing applies to Chester Bennington, uh, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell influenced an entire generation of music. You have, you know, he founded Pearl Jam. He has Soundgarden, um, Temple of the Dog. Audio Slave. Audio Slave. He, you know, he had his solo stuff with Timbaland, but we won't talk about that. I like that song. Um, it's a dang good song if you listen to it, the words of it. we shouldn't really assume to know anything about what any of these people were going through. And we shouldn't condemn them for what they did either yet yeah it's sad that they're gone but like you know what and, and the same thing like with uh chester bennington you know after he died they had they kept there all these articles popping up from tmz and huffington post oh toxicity screening popped up and so and so had something in his system like just let it let it be yeah, like let let, let, let the guy rest lie. yeah he had problems and we all have problems that's 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 the human struggle right there so why are you trying to bury him Again, you know, it's like you say, you know, like you assume that you know so much about people. It's like I went to a men's retreat and they had a former professional basketball player speak, and he's like, he would after these games, all these people constantly, oh, I know so much about you, well, you know, I know your mom's name, your dad, your uncle, your your next door neighbor's cousin's dog's name. They know facts exactly. He's like, okay, he's like, what about this? Oh, I don't know about that. He's like, you don't know me. You know facts. You do not know who I am. Don't assume you know me. And not in a bad way. He's like, did you know I'm a Christian? Do you know that I listen to this? Do you know that I believe in this? Do you know that I pray this many times a day? Or I write this down in my journal? Well, no, it's not out there in the media. You're right. Because that's who I am. I'm not, I am a basketball player, but that's not who I am. I am somebody completely different that you would have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think as you, we're kind of talking about that and that, and I think we live in a world where everyone needs to be their Instagram and I think it's like, or YouTube, or your YouTube, or whatever it is, like this perfect, well put together thing. And I think that's what everyone wants to see. And that's why the best photo gets the most likes. And if you don't post a good photo, then you don't get any likes because everyone's 
not really interested in what doesn't look good or what's not pretty. And so I think that's even that adds more to it as to why people hide because as a celebrity, you are obviously being watched and scrutinized just like you were kind of talking about. There's things that people think that they know, but really they don't know what the crap they're talking about. And I mean, celebrities have committed suicide, but you think about, you know, the average day Joe who commits suicide and everyone's kind of like, oh, that's so sad. And yeah, but I mean, when it comes to celebrity, because we think we know who they are, but when in fact we actually don't know anything. And I think that goes back to the whole idea of ignorance is like, no, you actually don't know them. And it's like you've you've been made to think that you do, but you you don't know anything. Yeah. And I think that even goes into it like there's just when it comes to depression and suicide and mental illness, I think it's just for me it's like it gets like a little uncomfortable in a way because I don't know how to properly handle it because it's something we haven't been trained on. It's not like we grew up in school learning about how to deal with that stuff. We learned how to do math and English and history and all this stuff. And it's like all of this stuff is now just coming out in 2016, 17 and now 18 where we've really, we're starting to get into it. And I think we just, we're just living in a world that maybe we didn't really take time to look at it. And now it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh crap, it's here and we don't know what to do. Do you think parents should be teaching that in the home or that should go in the school? I the way that it's going there's right no now, right or wrong answer. Yeah, I'm, yeah, just, I'm just curious. I, no, the way that it's yeah. going, the way that society is going right now, it should it probably should be taught in school. There should be, you know, putting kids in a big cafeteria and playing a video for them probably won't get the point across. It'll be like, oh look at that. If you get someone in there that's like, look, dude, I've slipped my wrist. I've taken the. I've tried to. I've tried to. This is what depression, is what suicidal is, thoughts look like. Really is. It's not what it's, you know, quote-unquote romanticized to be in movies or TV shows, I think that's what it'll be because, like, you can sit down and talk to your kids all you want. Like, honestly, like, these 13-year-old kids that are taking their life, I would highly doubt and hope to God that the parents weren't just like, oh, whatever. Like, there's one where a kid did commit suicide. The parents went to the school district, went to the principal. The principal was like, oh, it's just kids being kids. Went to the school board, ah, oh, it's just kids being kids. A month later, the kid commits suicide. Uh, obviously it wasn't kids being kids there, asshole. Well, that's like that whole plot point in 13 Reasons Why when she goes to the principal and says that, or the school counselor and says, hey, this guy raped me. And the guy goes, well, you need to either press charges or get over it. Like, that's not how it works. That's not, Even when you do press charges, you're not going to get over it because then you got to go face the guy in court. It's, like I said, it's just the romanticizing of it or the joking of it, like with the most recent thing with Logan Paul. Like, he going to this quote unquote, the suicide forest in Japan to film a quote unquote ghost hunting vlog. Like we're just here to joke. And then they find an actual person that committed suicide, like hanging from a tree. The first reaction was like, you could tell he was scared shitless. Like he didn't know what to do. His friend says, Hey, you know, if there's suicide, if you're feeling suicidal, there's places to go. Like his friend was legit. Like, okay. You know, like trying to get a point across. But then they're standing next to the body. They go zoom up to it. And he's like, oh, we never stood next to a dead body before. And like starts joking. And then the backlash, he's like, oh, he apologized. The only reason why he apologized is because there was backlash. Because there was like, oh, crap. So he took, he took the, the video down, films a video apology, and then puts it back up again. Think about his demographic, though. Most of his viewers are kids. So they're going to click on it no matter yeah, they're, they're, what. They're so. tweens. Like they're, they're, you know, they're like 13 to 19-year-olds. There's like, they're, that's his demographic. 
and he's trying to get monetization off of someone committing suicide, and then he's joking about it. You're not really sorry, Dick. You're out here doing it because you got backlash. If you're really sorry, you wouldn't have put it up. You would have edited it differently. But you edited it. You sat there and went through how many hours of video, edited it, put it up there, made the thumbnail the blurred out face of a guy hanging from a tree. First off, you go into the suicide forest that everyone knows people commit suicide, and what are you expecting? You could have gone to a forest, any, any wilderness area in L.A. where you live to film a quote-unquote ghost show. Or you can go to Cyprus and do it in someone else's house like Ghost Toasters. Ghost Toasters. Do you think that there's anything he could do no, to no. sort of get that back if he says, I'm taking a years of whatever I make and putting it towards nope. suicide thing? Nope. He's, do you expect to see that, though? No. No. He's such a cocky prick. <laughs> like legit, like if you watch his videos, tell like, us how you really feel. This guy's a and don't sugarcoat it. Like I've like the only other video that I watched, like I watch what other people say, and again, that's not the right thing to do. But the other video that I watched some of was him having this huge party and blindfolding some chick and making her kiss random guys. I'm like, dude, that's one that's sexual assault. Two, you're not, and he just gets likes. It doesn't matter what he does; he's gonna get likes. It's all it is. It's all money to him, and it's just. People are going to like it. In denial's world, denial's in charge. What do you do to Logan Paul? I take him off. If I'm, if I'm YouTube, I take him off. Go go to Venmo. Oh, you should take him out like like. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> oh, him. Cut him. So yeah, no, no, take him, <laughs> take him I'm, off I'm cut YouTube. You real good. Just ban his, ban him and his brother for all I care. But ban him, mm-hmm. and then go go to Vimeo. Go wherever. Vine. Go to because Twitch, people have gotten banned on YouTube for far less. Exactly, and yeah. but they're going to let it slide because he guys popular. He's popular because it's going to mean that. They'll look, they'll potentially look bad by taking off one of their top people. It, it to me, if it were my spot, I would kill, cut, cut him off, like, you know, but kill his, kill his uh, channel, kill his channel, and, and then they have the algorithms to anything that comes up with a minute, take that down too. Yep, demonetize it. I agree. That's the easiest part is just demonetize everything he does. That's a that's a good lesson. Should do that to football players. <laughs> full circle boys All full right. circle gentlemen any closing thoughts on this How would I, I, well I think that you know like when you go back to teaching it in schools like you know we have a health class I think there should be a mental health portion of absolutely. that absolutely and, see, and, I, right, and yeah. the reason why I like this stuff is because like I took granted it was one psychology class and it was like open book you know but it was like it was so interesting to me like the psychology of it like and, you know as I started I was a mechanic you know a technician and then I went to be a service advisor. That's when the psychology came in. It's like, okay, now I have to read people and figure out how I'm going to get them to purchase what I'm selling them. It's interesting the amount of people who go into the psychology degree, yeah. myself, have some sort of thing, and they go in curiosity trying to figure themselves out. Yeah, or someone, or someone that's in the same household. Or someone that's in the same household or something point. like right. that. Yeah. That's yeah. why I did it. Oh, wow. I thought about it like that. All right, guys. Well... We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back with our uh, final topic. Closing topics. Closing time. Closing One last call for time. alcohol. So they put hate away that song. There's so many. All the whiskey song. and beer. It's actually about childbirth. You don't have to go home. I know it is, but... They, but you but, can't stay here. But they don't like it. I know. In the fall time change, do the bars stay open an extra hour? There's no, back? There is no happy hour in Boston, by the way. In Massachusetts, there's uh, no happy hour. There there's, shouldn't be. There's like three or four different states in the union that don't have happy hour. And so they make you drink. If they, whatever drink they serve you, they have to serve you a glass of water as your next drink. Well, why? Because people get way too drunk. Josh is so oh, upset at that. Geez. A lot of Irish in Boston. I'm going to go out into the, pour tea into the harbor. 
All right, guys, we'll be right back. Brink here from Super BS, talking about the things you know you love and the things you'd love to know. Join us weekly for a podcast about video games. Mostly. We are kicking off the new year and we're uh, looking to kind of expand and grow our production a little bit. And we would be super grateful if you could check us out on patreon.com slash media and uh, any donation, even if it's just a, a dollar a month would be greatly appreciated. It would help us, uh, you know, help us get better, uh, you know, move into video, get better recording equipment, uh, kind of help us stay on the map a little bit. Um, we're working on a, my face is perfect for an audio medium. Thank you. Yeah. We're working on a so those big dogs. Uh, oh, thanks. Love you. Like a donation tiers, where like if you give X amount, you get this, and so we're gonna have Patreon exclusive content. Uh, Josh sign, signed signed nude photos. Whoa, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I will take. I will donate five bucks not to get those. <laughs> Thank you. There will also be an option, yeah, where you can donate not to receive those. Um, that should be the threat. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We Donate or it's nothing you are but when you nudes. Um, we're up on Podbean, and I we haven't mentioned this before, but we'd really appreciate if you guys shared this podcast. Uh, tell your friends about it. Tell your family about it. Share it. Get it all over the web. People you like, people you people don't like. People you like, people you don't this like. This is a very serious podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. Usually. So you can find <laughs> us on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, um, podcast.com. We have future goals to go up on Twitch. Twitch would be nice, yeah. yeah. And Twitter. Future um, goals. Future goals. Hit yep. the Twitters. Um, we are on Twitter. We do have an email them? address, which is... Topicocalypse at gmail.com. And you can... Send those so you can recommend topics. Right. That you like, don't like. Like and, Brian's hat of the Raiders. Ooh, this is an audio will, medium. We will actually read uh, them on the show. Um, we do read them. You know, here's all. to hoping 2018 is a great year for us and all of you guys. Thank you so much for listening to us so far. Uh, yeah, until next time, guys. Anything else? Go Raiders. Deuces. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Heart emoji. Poop emoji. Black fist emoji. Yes. Yes.